Hey there, my friends, and welcome into today's episode of the Forte Catholic Podcast, the best podcast named Forte Catholic. We are glad that you found us here today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please do us the huge favor of hitting the subscribe button wherever you are listening on podcast apps or over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Forte Catholic. Liv Harrison and I had a great show today. We talked, uh, speaking of shows, we talked about our best shows from last year and the shows that we are most um, anticipating watching on TV. This year, we also talked about some of Jesus's nicknames and what it takes to live a meaningful life. That was an unintentional play on words with live. But anyway, uh, we hope that you guys enjoyed today's episode. We sure did. So again, hit the subscribe button. We're getting so close to being partnered over on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Forte Catholic. Hit the subscribe button. Do it now! And then smile and laugh with us through today's episode. What's up? Welcome to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is Olivia Newton-John. Hello. Hi. Nice to see you. <laughs> I feel like we weren't prepared to look at each other. Nice to see you. <laughs> you know, You're going to look at me, Taylor. Right. I got to see you there. I got to see you here. This is it's excruciating. <laughs> Well, I've missed you. <laughs> I've missed you too. So we were talking about this. I was talking to your assistant yesterday because yeah. I'm here to record not only to, like our show today, but like your, we're doing two episodes, I think, of your podcast today and then and then mine. And uh, <laughs> your legs. We'll talk about that in a second. Sorry. But we were, we were talking yesterday <laughs> about how I was like, I am looking forward to seeing Liv. It's weird. I haven't seen. I haven't been here since November. What do we say? Eighteenth. Yeah, a long time. And is today is what January fourteenth? Uh, is that today? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, so it's a long time. It's wait, like wait, two months. I told the only thing I told you was like, "Hey, we're pre-recording this. Don't well, mention you were anything." November. I was just saying. Like, the first thing you say is like, "Hello, everyone. We'd like to time and date this for January fourteenth morning." We're not going to pretend like this comes November. out two weeks later. <laughs> I was just saying mid-January. How's that? Is that better? You're welcome. So we haven't. So you're over it now, aren't you? Now it's it's past. It's a feeling. It's like I'm not nausea. over it. I'm suppressing things like I usually have to do with you. But I had too much to let them come out out of your presence, and now you have new th- new things to rack up to annoy me. <laughs> oh, good. So my big question coming into today, because I was like, yeah. I'm looking forward to to, yeah. to being here, to seeing you, and I was like. How many minutes will that last? <laughs> I know, that, that would be a game. That should be a game. When the tail, like, Everybody a, drink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You need to have a code word. So when you say like pineapple, then we all know, oh, he's over it. He, he no longer misses Liv. Surely it's already happened. Are you trying to be nice? You, you brought up the date we're recording, which is the one rule for today, and then my safe word in the beginning of the show. So that's, that's how we're starting today. <laughs> so... Taylor, why am I still on the show? Why are, why, that's a great question. Why do I allow this to happen? You've derailed it. I'm already frustrated. So here's the other thing that we have to address. And this is just for those watching on, on video. You might have noticed audio. You haven't noticed, but this is ridiculous. We thought we were solving a problem. I think I created a monster. That's what I think happened. I am a massive, massive, massive human being. And for some reason, stop. <laughs> for some reason, uh, when we're here, and I think the for some reason is when I'm at home, 
like the camera that people see on the show, like it's just my face. It is. It's just like your face. My head is large <laughs> and it fills up that 16 by nine. You, know, like, <laughs> you are an Instagram square. Right, exactly. The, I have to do the rectangle to be able to see my entire head. So I, I, I don't often show like how large of a human person that I am uh, on the show. And then I come here and I'm like, man, I should work out more. <laughs> I was thinking you look really good. I'm sucking in my tummy. <laughs> <laughs> we joked about this because like, because I'm a massive human being, you're very tiny and you're sitting next to me. And we have to do this every time Allison records at my house yeah. is I have a chair and it's as low as it can go. <laughs> Allison has a chair and it's as high I, as it can go. Yeah. And it's still not even close to being even. So she has to sit. We call it her butt pillow. She, <laughs> there's one pillow in my house specifically for Allison. For to sit on. That's all butt. it's used for. <laughs> and uh, we'll be selling it on EB. I'm just kidding. We're not doing that. But <laughs> she sits on it so that we can be somewhat the same size. Yeah. And I looked at the camera today and I was just like, man, I look ginormous. We can't do this. So we decided to get you a cushion and now From you look couch. like an eight-year-old because you can't touch your feet to the ground. You're just dangling and it's driving me crazy. And you can see the cushion if you're looking. It's a couch cushion. This is... Your nightmare. Yeah. Now you're over the feeling. Nobody's going to see this because we're just going to scrap this entire episode. What happened to Liv? Oh, we don't talk about her anymore. Yeah, I, I looked forward to seeing her. Then I was with her for four minutes. And, and we were remember. like, I got to find a new co-host. <laughs> but I have I have missed you. It's it's fading, fading. quickly. Uh -huh, but, uh -huh. but like, it was one of those things where like, okay, we, we've recorded two shows from like, from a distance <laughs> over, over the last two months. But like, we really haven't caught up because we no. like, you were really busy. I was really busy in the fall and I've just been avoiding you until now. I've been using this last 14 days. <gasps> he said 14 days, it's January 14th. I've been using these 14 days, this fortnight, if you will, uh, to, <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> to, you know, just kind of, kind of relax. And, and now I'm here, but I actually like, don't know what's been going on in your life. I know. So we're not going to like rehash no. all the holidays and stuff, but like, <laughs> Grand highlights. Where did you go? I was in New York at the very end. Uh, last time I saw you, we had Thanksgiving, obviously, because we filmed in November. And then the holidays happened. And then I left for New York. It was supposed to be a 14-day trip. And it turned out to be 16 because I don't know if everybody's noticed. They keep canceling flights, you know, even now, even though I'm not going to say what month we're in. Um, it's still getting... <laughs> That's just... I won't touch you. Um, the ease with which I could push you off that I chair. Know, seriously, that I can have a concussion <laughs> like in about three seconds. But um, so I got rerouted to Chicago um, to get home and, and I extended my stay. I actually looked up our friend Rob with Spirit Juice and I got to go to Spirit Juice. I like Juice how I said grand out. highlights and now you're just listing off people's names that no one knows. <laughs> <laughs> I just said Spirit Juice and then I came home and I got COVID. So I missed all of Christmas. So you haven't missed anything. That's it. That's exciting. Good. Well, your life is just so full and rich. <laughs> <laughs> got rerouted. That's it. No, I got nothing. I got nothing. So, so um, I saw this quote the other day, and I thought of you. Oh, jeez. For a plenitude of reasons. You ever see a quote, and you're like, this applies to my life, but like in 18 different ways? Yes. That's how this one does. I think it applies for me alone, okay. for me and my relationship with you, for you and your relationship with me, and for you alone. So I'm hoping oh. that it applies to everybody. Okay. It's from Dr. Susan Davis. I thought you were going to say Seuss. Dr. <laughs> Seuss. One like, fish, two fish, red fish. I don't like live. 
<laughs> I will not hang out in a house. I will not hang out with a... Go ahead, sir. I do not like her, Sam. I am. <laughs> I do not like Liv Harrison. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> okay, that was funny. Dr. Seuss is actually my safe word. Okay, so d- discomfort is the price of admission for a meaningful life. Ooh. Discomfort is the price of admission for a meaningful life. So I just thought about me first, and then I thought about, wait a second, you're saying it's that's interesting. You make my life meaningful. Discom- <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say discomfortable. <laughs> that's not how you that's not a word. Discomfortable? Uh, uncomfortable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you make my life discomfortable to the point where I don't even know words. You, yeah, I bring you discomfort. Yes, you do. Yeah, I know. So that's the price of admission, which ironically enough, you pay for me for a meaningful life. And I thought about oh, it because yeah. this is, I, I have, uh, well, before I go any further, what do you think this means for you? Like, obviously there's the joke of what you do. Yeah. Mean, but uh, I was thinking all the things I've gone through, like losing 300 pounds, you know, getting back on airplanes, all that kind of stuff. That's how I saw that, like all my, that kind of stuff, like all the discomfort going through that, the surgeries is the admission. Now I have a really cool, meaningful life that I get to be made fun of publicly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so glad I got here. But yeah, so like, you know, you, you, lo- you lost all this weight. Your yeah. life is more meaningful now, it is, you know? yeah. Um, like you, you don't like getting on planes, but like getting on planes means the, you can, Go to New York and Disney and I like all these right. all these different places. True. And I thought this was interesting. So I've talked about it on, on the show. I probably talk about another podcast at least once a month while it's in season. Oh okay. um, it's it's um The Happiness Lab by Dr. Lori Santos. You love that. I love it. Yeah, I, I, you I, do. You really love I, it. So I bring I probably they do I think uh, two to two it two to three month seasons, like twice a year. Oh, right? okay. So like, I probably bring it up five to six times a year because it's like once a month, something really sticks out to me from the show, mm-hmm. but you know, they're not always on, so I can't always steal their content. But um, so I, I've explained it before, but it's this, it's this Harvard professor um, who studies the science of happiness mm-hmm. and like why it connects with me so much is because like th- our whole goal here is the joy of the gospel, share, share the joy of the gospel. Um, and uh, all you do is bring me discomfort, but that's a whole other thing. But it was sounding so good, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> I can't talk. I can't make the show all smart. I'm talking about two doctors here. I can't make the show all smart. We remember who you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't worry, we haven't forgotten. Um, so the, the, they study how, like, how to find happiness through science, which sounds like a crazy thing. But like, oh, the reason I keep bringing it up on the show is because the science keeps backing up what our faith has told us for thousands of years. That's really right? cool, yeah. Um, and I have, it, I, one of the things that we talk about with suffering is a lot of times in the church, we say, like the, the Catholic church is like all about suffering. Like if you want a religion about suffering, like our, our emblem is a dude being <laughs> mutilated in the worst possible way humans have ever thought of, right? I love how you said if you want a church, as if when people are picking churches, they're like, if I could find one with suffering, that would be great. Right. No, but like what I'm thinking, right. like, I mean, you think about like other right. logos, like the Nike logo, like you just think like, oh, cool, like athletes Sweet. or whatever. And we're like, yeah, here's a dude being murdered. <laughs> you know, and like we're all Join about- us. Yes. All about suffering. Yeah. <laughs> Come join us on the talk side. Um, never thought of it that way. I did. Yeah. Also, I never thought of the crucifixion as our logo. It is. I, you're not wrong. I 100%. know. I'm saying that's cool. I never thought of that. Um, so a lot of times I, I've even heard 
like uh, Catholic, uh, uh, it's a typical thing that like Catholic speakers like homilists will say is that like our faith is a lot about the theology of suffering and how suffering is actually a good thing. And what a lot of people say in those, in those talks is like, well, the, like the world is all about making things easier, right? Mm. Where suffering is bad. Like we, like, you know, like, quote, like science is trying to like, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're trying mm. to solve cancer. They're trying to solve, like, like heal people of diseases. They're trying to, you know, end the pandemic. They're trying to do all these things to make life have less discomfort. Mm -hmm. Right. 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 And that's often a thing thrown at, science to like maybe science versus religion it's like no it's like suffering is a part of us there's nothing we can do but we're thankful for the doctors that that try to bring healing and all these things right so there's often a tension there so i found it fascinating that these people who are not talking about faith at all but it's finally like science these doctors doctors of the mind saying that like discomfort is actually a good thing for a meaningful life maybe and, and like that's what we're talking about like catholics aren't always happy but if you're a you know, somewhat decent catholic there should be this deep joy inside of your life which is what we're all trying to find and, and seeking in all of these things but the the price of admission for that is discomfort and it's one of the first times that i heard a secular scientific agreement mm -hmm. with like suffering is actually good mm -hmm. Some and even suffering. a different definition you know like using the word discomfort because you're right we say the word suffering all the time that's our big like that's our big buzzword but to hear it is kind of nice to hear it in a different way even and because when you don't have the religious piece of it then you can really come at it with the science i like that the discomfort yeah. and i like the word admission that's cool too price of admission like, yeah because it, it costs you get what that something. means it does it costs something right? i like that um, a meaningful life costs something it so does. like if you think about it like we talk about it all the time like um the cost of choosing one thing is not choosing another thing. So like when we got married, we chose one person over right. the other million, you know, right. billions of people we could have, <laughs> uh, uh, have chosen. Not that I had that many options, but <laughs> just theoretically. Taylor was just <laughs> knocking them down. Right. I'm gonna knock you down, <laughs> get off this couch. Um, but like, you know, cho yeah, that's choosing- true. Like, That's true. I, I, I heard that like when we're, when we're young and when we're young in our faith, it's okay. choosing between bad and good options, right? Like, mm -hmm. here's a bad option, here's a good option. Mm -hmm. And when we're young, we're like, oh, I'm going to go smoke this cigarette behind <laughs> this thing. You know, like, <laughs> we choose the bad option. And, like, yes, even adults still sin, but as adults, we get more good versus good. Right. Right? To where it's like, I can, I can stay at this job and mm. it's good, or I can go to this job and it's good. There's, there's, there's benefits to this one. There's benefits to this one. There's drawbacks to this one. There's drawbacks to this one. And it's like, you're picking between two good things and it becomes more difficult. So there's a cost to it, right? Saying yes to one thing is ultimately saying no to the other. That mm. might actually be a good thing too. Mm -hmm. No, that's true. I hadn't thought about that. You're welcome. <laughs> Man, this smart. guy's deep really <laughs> fast, Taylor. And it's not my fault. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you did this. I did this. I, I brought up Dr. Seuss. Yeah. <laughs> I stayed in my lane. Yeah, good. I'm glad. Um, <laughs> no, but that's a really good point, especially what you're saying about like between the two goods is, and I, isn't that kind of a struggle or discomfort? Like take it to another level as an adult. Like we also think suffering and discomfort has to be like bad and, and like consequence is bad, but not always. I mean, a consequence of getting married is you don't get to make out with everybody else. That's a consequence. No, is that bad? The I mean, consequence for my wife is she can't leave. <laughs> consequence for, for your wife is she has to make out with you. Speaking so. of my wife leaving. Oh no. 
we, we, we said we weren't going to talk about earlier January, but you brought it up. So I'm going to bring it up. So <laughs> that's the, right. The, the, Throw me on the bus. Your, your friend and mine, Jen Fulweiler, her word of the year. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My wife's word of the year was enough. Oh, I thought you were going to say leave. <laughs> well, her word is enough, which like I think Jen probably meant as like, I am enough. I'm good. Oh, right. I read it and I'm like, I thought this was my wife going, enough. I'm done. I'm out. Like, done with the kids. I'm done with this man. I am out. So I have been walking on eggshells all month. <laughs> <laughs> and writing hateful notes to Jen Fulwiler. Right. She's getting Dang all these Jen. notes with like, with like pasted letters. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mine was tough. I was like, are you kidding me? Tough? Because what have the last two years been? Easy? Like, yeah. I'm like, I don't want to go into another tough year. Also, let's be honest, it's been tough all the way. I'm like, I'm ready for it not to be tough, but maybe it means- You know how hard it is to be me. It is! <laughs> it is so hard. And, uh, but maybe it means I am tough or that I oh, can that's handle it. it. That's what it means. That's what it means. It means I can handle the tough. Everybody watching, look at my thumb. So anyway, that's what I think. Also, I'd just like to say something to Sam. If you need a place to stay, we have a safe space for you. Okay, no, go ahead. No, you don't. <laughs> I don't. You, I have a couch. You had you had two choices between two goods. You had a mansion in spring, and now you have a mansion in Tomball. But the mansion in spring has many more rooms. This house That's is true. meant for two people. It is. So That's you what? don't have a space for a wife. So I need you to publicly take that back. <laughs> I've got a. Uh, I've got a sleeping bag. <laughs> I'm not bad enough to. to no, you're not. You're not. But if you do, no, I'm just yeah. <laughs> so, uh, like, like she's gonna watch this. Um, so, to to kind of round this up, it's kind of so. I'm gonna read it one more time. Discomfort okay. is the price of admission for a meaningful life. That's from Dr. Susan Davis, um, who's British, by the way, which just made it so easy to listen to. I love accents so much. Yeah. But there is a there is a famous Pope Benedict quote. Pope Benedict XVI, like the most recent one. I'm not being like, Pope Benedict II, you know what he said? (laughs) I love that guy. (laughs) Um, He has a very famous quote. I'm going to, this is your quiz time now. He's a famous quote about comfort and a meaningful life. Yes. You remember it? I think so. Go for it. The one about like, we weren't made for comfort. We were made for... Greatness. Greatness. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thanks. We're almost great. I was going to say paradise because I know it, like, because that's the point. We're trying to get to heaven. So sorry, I couldn't right. think of the word that he used. But, but even on yeah. this life. Like, we weren't made for comfort. Uh, you're right. But we were made for greatness even in this life. Right? Sure. Yes, like ultimately yes, heaven, but right. like even experience it now. Yeah. And I just found it fascinating that like one of my favorite, and like it's used in youth ministry a lot. It's like, especially like for young people. Sure. But like he, here we have a scientist, someone who studies the mind saying discomfort is the price of admission for a meaningful life. And we have Pope Benedict the 16th saying, uh, you, you know, the world promises you comfort, mm. but you were not made for comfort. You were made for greatness, right? Like you, greatness, like a meaningful life in this life and the next, right? So I, I just love when like science learns these things that we've been teaching for like 2000 years, you know? And, and Welcome science. Right. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, I mean, it's one of those things because like faith and science, like we talk about it a lot with like, usually when faith and science comes in, it's always about like, oh, evolution and the dinosaurs and creation story. Like how do these things oh. connect? You know, like that's usually where there's like some tension or whatever, but like, I love when it's actually like practical stuff. Like this helped, this is helping my everyday life. Like yeah. when the dinosaurs lived and how that worked with Adam, doesn't affect me right now. Dinosaurs seem pretend. So do planets. Like, I don't know that we live in space. I, I'm, 
Golly. The whole, saying, the whole point of this segment was like, hey, you know, God and science actually coexist. And you're like, I don't believe in any of that I crap. I that. I didn't say that. I was trying to back you up and saying, like, this is tangible. Like, right. this is something you can... You're not floating around in space right now looking at planets and seeing the wonder and all of that. I'm not floating anywhere because I'm okay. very heavy. We already addressed this. <laughs> <laughs> You're not hanging out with dinosaurs. I'm saying I agree with you. This is way more a man, a woman in 2022 can be like, yes. Okay, I get that concept. Where I do see a bridge between science and faith and, and this concept, I think, and you're going to find this very funny coming from me, I think in sports. Because what athlete, what Olympic athlete would sit down right here and say, well, it was super easy <laughs> to yeah, become yeah. an Olympian. I just walked out of my door and I was in, you know, Tokyo and I won everything. That's not even close to what they would say. They would absolutely, you think it's comfortable? It's comfortable to do what they do right. every single day? Not even close. But is it meaningful and is it whatever? Yeah, and I think sports can can sometimes be that bridge between those two things. Because you do have to have faith and you do have to have and all these things, but then you have to have the physicality and the science of apparently if you and I were to work out all the time, we would look different. Well, That's what they've told us. I, I know what it was like because I did it for a I while. Know, okay. <laughs> That's why I thought you'd be so impressed. I, I, I we all know I was never an athlete. Yeah. I, almost impressed. Well, anyway. Yeah. The irony is that you're in better shape than me now. <laughs> not shape. I'm not in better shape. I, I wish. I, we, I am 100% can say that. I took, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to walk more. Like that's my yeah. new, my new year's thing. Yeah. Just cause like I can't do anything else. My body's so broken. I took oh. a two mile walk yesterday and like laid on my bed for 45 minutes after. It's like, this is excruciating. But for me, for me, that is the amount of discomfort that I am welcoming into my life. And hopefully it'll make it a little bit more meaningful and I won't <laughs> die by the age of 40. Because God, that's so old. Okay, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about our favorite shows from last year and what we're looking forward to here in 2022. Do not go anywhere or I'll smack you. Catholic Match is available to support single Catholics from all over the world by allowing them to connect easily online. Create your own Catholic love story today by downloading the Catholic Match app wherever you get your apps. The App Store or, you know, uh, wherever poor people shop on Android shops. Uh, you know, we receive new, uh, new stories every week from Catholic couples who have met on Catholic Match. I've told you guys before that I have multiple friends who have met and got married through Catholic Match. Well, I met on Catholic Match. I got married to the Catholic Church. That's a whole other thing. Uh, Catholic Match is making it easier forever. Easier than ever. Wow. Catholic Match is making it easier than ever for Catholic singles to connect. Use their app or the website to start connecting today with other Catholic singles through messaging or video chat. It's super easy to get started, much easier than me reading this ad. I don't know why I can't talk all of a sudden. Everyone that is single can make a free profile in just minutes and start meeting other Catholic singles now. I hope your dates go better than I was at reading this ad count. Welcome back to Fourth Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> One of the things that you and I have talked a lot about because you were very busy last year and what was the one thing that I always consistently told you to do to take care of yourself that you never once did? Uh, watch TV. Yes, just relax. Go lay down. Watch TV. You're doing too much, you know? 
Do it too you much. did. You really did. You told me like, and you would also just text it. You would be like, have you watched what I told you? Why don't you listen to me? Why don't you ever listen? And I was like, oh my gosh. But yeah, you're right. You did. You told me a lot. And I did not listen. Most people would be like, hey, you should pray, go to church, go to confession. I'm just like, just watch TV. It would be so healthy for you. That's <laughs> what you need right now. And I really did it in the last half of the year. I really, at the beginning I did, but at the last half I really didn't. And I missed out on all the things you were talking about, but I'm ready. I'm ready to talk about the TV. So uh, it is unreal the amount of good television that we are getting. I think mm. uh, I, I think it was already starting to happen where like, you know, the Netflixes of the world, the the Disney Plus, the HBO, the HBO Max, like all, these, all of these things were starting. Mm-hmm. But then like when, when the pandemic hit and movies were like gone, like, man, it's so much easier to tell a good story in 10 hours. Oh, like, right. Like right. 10 episodes, 10 episodes in an hour or, you know, 20 episodes or 30 minutes. It's so much easier to tell a story there than to tell a two-hour story. It's just, it just is. It's just We've so talked easier. about this. How, like, now, I just went back into the movie theaters, which I know we're not talking about, but how it's harder to sit for a full... There's 45 minutes of commercials. Oh, I can be done love. with an entire show. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> how it's so difficult now to sit, because we love movies, and it's just so hard. So now, you're right. It's, it's way more digestible <laughs> to take the, like... I gave you one rule in the first segment. Hey, don't bring up that we're on January 14th. I gave What'd you I one say? rule in this. Don't talk about movies. I know, I said it, did. but I said no. But you, I did say, I was just saying, well, you're right. Well, it's I, digestible. Your I'm brain always... works where if I say any word, that's the word that latches on. Even oh my if the gosh. word is like, hey, don't say movie. So you're just like, first thing out of the no. game, movie theater. No, you said don't talk about movie. I didn't say any names. Okay, so I watched a lot of television last year. I'm your point. I don't need any help. I, I watched a lot of television last year <laughs> and to the point where um, my best friend texted me the other day and he asked me, he's like, what were the, what were your like top five movies last year? I was like, I don't think, I didn't watch enough movies to have a top five. That's interesting. Like there were some good movies that came out, but like, then he was like, well, what about TV? And I was like, oh, I started thinking of shows and I was like, oh, that was this year. And that was this year. So like he was like, I kept doing my top five kind of in lot in, in like real time. And then I kept being like, you know, I'd be like, oh, I have four now. Like, what's the fifth one? Then I'd be like, oh, there's this other one. That's actually two. And then I got five and I was like, I forgot about this one. That's actually three. You know? <laughs> so here are my top five shows from last year. In order? In in order. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go backwards. So I'm gonna do okay. two, I'm gonna do two honorable mentions. I'm not gonna talk about the honorable mentions much, okay. but I have to mention them. Um, honorable mention, A Shadow and Bone on Netflix. Have you even heard about this? Yeah. Netflix original. Yeah. Did, uh, did, you didn't watch it? I didn't watch it. Um, it's, it's a but I heard about fan, it. fantasy. It's a, it's a, it's a new like kind of high fantasy um, it, with Ben Barnes. Okay. Just and re- you liked it. really cool show. Okay. Kind of the, you know, who's really the bad guy. Who's really good. The good guy. Uh, number six, you and I have talked about a lot. It was in my top five until I remembered one last one. Okay. Um, I, the only reason it's not in the top five is because of its last episode. Just kind of, it needed a couple more episodes. Hawkeye. I love Hawkeye. Oh, it right. was, it was my favorite of the Marvel shows from last year. Was it really? Yeah. So I did not know that. No, no other, no other Marvel show. Another Disney show made, made my top five. I did not know that. But, uh, well, Hawkeye was great, especially during the Christmas season because it was set at Christmas. The first five episodes were just tremendous. They brought back one of my favorite characters ever, which was just really exciting. Um, cool. The sixth episode just need they they just needed. You know, we talked about earlier. It's like, oh, it's easier to tell a story in like yeah. ten episodes. They tried in six, and it's like they really couldn't. They need. They could have used seven or eight. Are they so. bringing it back, or is that over? Um, Does that make sense? We're not sure. Okay. We're not sure. Okay. But yeah, there was just they, they opened up a lot of threads and only uh. closed like three of them, and we're like. You could have done a couple more, you know. Uh-huh. Um, number five was um, was the bad was the Bad Batch. So uh, it's, it's Star Wars. So 
it's, it's, it's difficult to talk about this one, to really recommend it. Because in order to watch The Bad Batch, you have to have watched two other shows completely. Uh, Star Wars Clone Wars, so the, the cartoon that came out before Disney bought Clone Wars. Yeah, a thousand years ago. But it was, no, eight years ago. <laughs> but okay, obviously not they, a thousand, Taylor. Uh, George Lucas is still alive. It's incredible. <laughs> but it was a long time ago. It was way before we were doing all this right, stuff. Right, and it was, it was before Disney bought Star Wars. And with most Star Wars stuff, they, they said that's not canon anymore. They were, they were coming clean slate. Like, all they kept were the movies and, like, the Clone Wars. I did and not shows, know that. Right? Um, so, you have to watch. If, if you have watched all of Clone Wars, and then you have to go watch Star Wars Rebels, which is my favorite television show of all time. Star Wars Rebels? Star Wars Rebels is my favorite TV show of all time. But you have to have watched Clone Wars first. Huh. Because it's one of those things that, like, it connects back to sure. all these things. Because Dave Filoni, so, like, if you like The Mandalorian, yeah. the guys running, the guys essentially running Star Wars storytelling right now are Dave Filoni, who was George Lucas's right-hand man that should have been the guy that took over, and it took him a few years, and they struggled at the beginning, and now everybody loves Star Wars again? It's because of Dave Filoni, and then John That's Favreau, cool. who, you know, right. who, who came in the last couple of years. But um, this is Dave Filoni's baby. Um, so... Clone Wars. Bad Batch is his baby? Uh, all of it is. He, all of it. He, okay, he made Clone it. Wars. He made Rebels. Huh. And then he goes back and makes Bad Batch, which, which actually comes right after Clone Wars. So it's really in between, but you need to watch both. You need to watch okay. both. First. I, love so, how, I love how they do that. Like, that's one of my favorite things Star Wars says. Fill in times. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And they don't always follow the, the rules kind of a thing. I appreciate that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, the fourth one is very adult. Yeah. Very adult. I, but I love this show. Family intrigue. It's one. It's it's you know. There's a lot of cussing and that's that sort of thing. But it is uh, season two of this show was one of the best seasons of of TV that I've watched. But especially the last episode. You know how like people talk about like the most famous episodes of TV. Yeah, like there was totally. there's, there's one from The Sopranos, mm -hmm. um, and then uh, Lost. Uh, yeah, the couple episodes from Lost, mm -hmm. uh, like the Red Wedding from from um, uh, Game of Thrones. Like, the, right. just these, these single episodes epic, that change epic everything. Episode. They could be on right. their own. Like, you right. can just yeah, watch yeah. that episode, and you'll be happy. And that's how the season finale for season two of Succession was. And wow. then season three came out last year, too. And it's just, it is high drama. Just like... What is Succession about? It, it's about it's about a very rich family that essentially they're, they're in the real world, but they, they run this fake company. They run a company that is not real, but it's essentially like you're your Fox News or your CBS or like they own one of those big oh, like conglomerates, media. big media conglomerate. Like Ted Turner. And it's, and it's all, yeah. And it's all about the family and, and who is going to succeed wow. the father. Like who is going to. So it's like the, the Godfather and Ted Turner had a baby and made this It movie. is incredible. Wow. Like on the edge of your seat, like you're going to fall off your cushion. <laughs> like, I mean, Wait, just. Wait, where do you watch it? Where? HBO. It's HBO. on HBO. Okay. HBO Max. Got it. Um, number three, the second season of The Witcher. The TV, uh, Netflix TV show, uh, Henry Cavill plays yeah. the, 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 main, the main guy and just does a tremendous job. The Witcher 3 is one of my top three video games of all time. And mm. it's, it's, it's in the same, uh, you know, the same world. The, the games, I've read a lot of the books. Um, now we got the second, the second season just came out at the end of 2021. Uh, just so good. And like the, any other problems that like, season one had a little bit of an issue and they've solved it all. 
just is just it great. scary? Because like that's why I didn't watch it because it says The Witcher, and I'm no, not into like it's not. I mean, like scary. maybe like once every. Th- I mean, there's there's monsters, but it's not like well, jump scares. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that like like you'd be scared of it if it showed up here. Of course, but like in the show, it's not meant to it's be not like, like ah! gory. You know? Yeah, like yeah. okay, got it, got it. Um, and then the la- the last two, which is so happy. Well, mostly happy. Um. Number two, we talked about before. Yeah. Ted Lasso. And I haven't gotten to see it. Oh, it's so good. I'm the only person left in America. I bought Apple TV, right? Because it's on Apple TV. Yep. Just so I could watch Ted Lasso. And we have a TV in our bedroom and it doesn't have Roku or any way for us to like watch it. So I haven't watched it yet. I know, I'm I love the worst. how you live in a mansion, but you're like, I can't buy a $20 Roku to fix I this problem. don't live in a mansion. Oh my gosh. I'm going to make a video today. <laughs> just walk I around don't. this complex. Oh my gosh. Keep I mean, going. The, the, the family from Succession could live here. <laughs> uh, last, if you haven't watched it yet, it's it's just, it's so happy, but the, it like also addresses like some pretty some pretty tough yeah, stuff to it at the same time. That. But it's, it's just such a good comedy. Like e- even with the, like kind of the deeper episodes. Oh, it's just so funny. It's, it's just, just so good, good. It's just so good. Yeah. Um, and then number one, the number one show from last year is a, is another cartoon, uh, but it is incredible. It's called Invincible. I don't think I've talked to you about this. No, you haven't. Because uh, So essentially it's, it's like, a, it is a spin on typical comic book stuff, okay. right? So essentially there's this group kind of like the Justice League and... I don't want to reveal too much because the like the literally the ending of the first episode, like it it feels the like first it, episode? It, it feels like a typical comic book story. Yeah, and then the end of the first episode, Blows something happens, and you're like, "What? Like this what? is so different <laughs> than anything else I've ever watched." Are you And it kidding? is incredible. Like it it has. Wait, it, what is this on? It's on Amazon Prime. Amazon wow. Prime. It's so good. If I can re- recommend anything, there there is like it's a little. It can get a little gory, uh, like it, so it's, not, it's, for it's, it's kids. not a kids cartoon. It's not kids. It's, it's, Got it's, it's it. A, it's an adult. Not, and it's, it, yeah, adult cartoon. Not for whatever. It's mostly for like gory stuff or whatever violence. Yeah, but like right. it is incredible. Wow. Like to the point where like it takes me a while for me to wa- rewatch shows. Like I rewatched Entourage this past year. Okay, one of my favorite TV shows ever. But it ended like ten years ago, and yeah. I experienced it ten years ago. But like Invincible, like I think that's the next show my wife and I are gonna watch together because she didn't watch it. But and like she hasn't seen it yet. No, like I watched it on our family vacation last summer, and like I want to watch it now again. Really? And like I usually don't rewatch stuff until like years later, and it's so good. Like it's even that good. even thinking about it, just like kind of reliving some of the moments, it's like I gotta share this with somebody. <laughs> <It's good food>. <laughs> <laughs> like we gotta go eat this. Right. So wait, let me ask you one question about it. So you, you're talking about the first episode of Invincible, and that that just crushes it. They keep up that oh, pace. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How many seasons are there? Uh, there's just been one. So it, are they going to do it, more? Yeah. We don't know. Yeah, they will. Yes? So okay. It, it just, That's impressive. It just launched this last year. For you to say that is impressive. I know you it's well so enough. It's so good. That's insane. It's so good. It's, uh, it's, it, I want to take a picture. If anybody, has, if anybody has seen The Boys, which is also on Amazon, um, it's another It's another take on superheroes it's very similar to this one. Oh right um, i remember so, that coming out so it's okay. it's kind of like it's written by the same guy um, oh, is it i really? think it's robert kirkman something kirkman i think it's robert kirkman cool uh who was the same comic creator made wrote these comics 
like 20 years ago. And they're like, now he has two of them as shows on, on Amazon. One's The Boys is like live action. And then this one is, is the cartoon one is just, it's unbelievable. It's don't so waste good. time watching The Boys and you don't it, need to watch it's it. It's good. It's good. But it, I mean, it didn't come out this okay, year. Okay, so. cool. Well, um, any shows for you? Top shows for you this last year. You watched all the lady shows. I did. I watched all the girls shows. I watched one of the lady shows. And it was you very did? Good. I did. It didn't make my, uh, you know what? Technically, I guess it would have been ahead of, Shadow and Bone. Probably would have been six or seven. Really? One of your latest Out of the ones I've said? Yeah. Bridgerton? Yeah. Oh! I love Bridgerton. <laughs> I tell you what, me and, me and all the ladies. Oh, you're like, like oh. Like, there were so many. <laughs> I felt like such a woman. Uh, me and all the, like, I connected with so many women <laughs> about <is> this hilarious. <laughs> you're Mel Gibson in What a Woman Wants. Don't call me Mel Gibson. Oh. <laughs> I love our Jewish friends. <laughs> no, in the movie, see, he never lets me finish. In the movie, what a woman wants when he wakes up and he ha- he acts like a woman. Anyway, never mind. What a girl wants. Okay, you're the worst. But yeah, needs. Bridgerton. I think everybody's waiting for that second season to come out, and they are That's brilliant. On my list. They have teased about it. It comes out in two months. It does. It's taking forever though, and so um, Bridgerton was great. It really was, and it was, and I think everybody. I, I don't know about you, but I think what's going to be interesting to see is that a lot of the people aren't coming back. So it's going to be like, can they keep up what was so great about the first right. season? But I watched Bridgerton. I watched. And it's, it's, that wasn't like a failure. Like they're, they're, they're based on the books, which the right. books are based on. So there's a family and each book is based on one of the kids. Right. So not all of the primary characters from the first season are going to come back. But the thing that was so interesting about and why, why I think this, that, um, series stood out. Okay. And I, I have to be honest, like it was hard because it is very adulty in the nonviolent ways. <laughs> it's adulty. Adulty as in like adultery. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, and not even just that, but just like, even just people just whatever. It was a lot of that. To so, be fair, the one thing that this show does very well, very against premarital sex. Very against. But they do it all the time. But they're very against. <laughs> very against. They're more against it as a society than we as are. society, yes. But you it, you watch it a lot. So, but here's the thing. There's the, the character development in that series was so on point. It was so, which makes sense that it came from a book series. That's why people started talking about the books because these are real characters. And I think that's what we're all worried about is like, are we going to like the new characters? Because we really like these people. We really got invested in them. And I think that is part of such good storytelling is when you really buy into the people that are that you're buying into. So I had to say, Bridgerton was great. I did Loved not it. see the, uh, the the twist coming for those of you who have listened. I did not realize who it was, but you did because I you did. were similar to her. But anyway, keep going. <laughs> I am not. But I told you <laughs> that was you as a kid. One hundred percent. Oh my god! You didn't that was know me. Okay, that's fine. You, as as my child, as I walked around in fine linens and just making up things. I, I know your parents. I'm sure. Oh you're fine. my gosh! I cannot. You were okay. killing me. Anyway, I also watched Queen's Gambit, and what's funny about that? The Queen's Gambit with a B, B? Yeah. Is it Gambit? Okay, I said that right. Gambit. I was <laughs> Gambit. Uh, I was on a lot of um, medicinals during the Queen's Gambit a lot because so I was, was recovering. I, that's what I was going to say. I, I, I say it as a joke, but I also kind of think it might be true. I really liked it and really got into it. I think I probably understood it better than a lot of other people because I was high on medicine from anesthesia and really heavy drugs getting me through my first surgery. There so, it is. Okay. Just yeah, I was going to get there. I was going to get there. So uh, I think that might have been why I was scared to watch so many shows with the second surgery I had because I watched so much during the first one. But anyway. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> if you would have learned your lesson, 
having that stuff improved your experience. So you should have watched more shows. <laughs> I tried to- Watching Invincible after surgery would be incredible. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm standing on top of a ceiling and I'm like trying to like jump. Okay. Yeah. So I really liked The Queen's Gambit. It was interesting and um, it got me through I just couldn't get into times. it. So many people got into it. I'm just like- I like, understand. I know that it's not about chess- but, but it is. But Jess is like the most boring it's, game ever. Yeah, no, she's really interesting. I mean, it's really about that character. But I agree. If I hadn't been surviving from surgery, I don't think I would have been into it. I watched The Crown. And what's really funny, that was the other one that I watched. Um, I got so obsessed with then all things British royal. Like, it, I'm not into the British baking show. I know a lot of people are, but I, it's just not my, my kids scene. love it. My wife and my kids love it all the really? time. Really? Yeah. It is not my jam. But I really got into, like, I wanted to watch every Princess Diana, like, documentary. I wanted to watch, like, all the things about her. Do you think Michael Jackson's Dirty Diana was about Princess Di? Yes. Do you? No. I don't <laughs> think anyone has ever said that. <laughs> no. You don't? I've actually thought about that. You don't know any of the other words. The only words anybody that's knows true. that's um, that's true about that song that's is true. "Dirty Diana." Yeah, because you're sleeping with me. <laughs> that's true. Okay, you're right. Never mind. I take it back. It's not about. Princess it's not Diana. about Princess Diana. It's Never mind. The dumbest question I ever asked, and you're like, "Yes, I do, one hundred percent." Because I actually had that thought. Because when I was watching all her things, anyway. So I got into that. I got into all the documentaries. I really got into 9/11 this year. It was the 20th anniversary, and I got into all the documentaries. Big I've fan never, of 9-11. I'm telling you, <laughs> I've never been able to watch it ever before. But I really sat and I watched every flipping one of them, and my favorite was Four Flights. That was, to this day, the best documentary I've seen on anything was Four Flights. It was fantastic. So that was something that I got into, and then I'm and just going to say- And then you were say, like, I'm kind of worried about getting on a plane. No, <laughs> I was on a helicopter in Kauai without doors. Like, I like totally switched this year. It's insane. Yeah, because those were really involved with 9-11. Thanks for sticking with the point. <laughs> You're the worst. Anyway, so that's four of them. And I would just say friends. <laughs> <laughs> didn't come out last Only year. Good, no, it didn't come out last year. So uh, anyway. So uh, just- Looking forward to 2022. We have so many good shows coming yeah. out. I'm sure that we'll be covering some of these on the show and on our uh, on our YouTube series. Uh, so if you haven't yet, we're going to be tackling a lot of this. YouTube.com slash Forte Catholic. Make sure that you hit subscribe for our A Catholic Perspective series where we dive into a lot of these shows. But here's what we have coming out this year. Uh, the remake of Boondocks, one of my favorite cartoons ever. Just tremendous. Um, Halo TV show, like... There, it actually looks good. Like video game stuff usually doesn't work, but like now that The Witch is working and all right. this, all this a action stuff is working. Halo, House of Dragon, which is a, a spinoff of um, Game of Thrones. Lord of the Rings, which is uh, Catholic Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> the Obi Wan Kenobi, like might be one of my. I'm so looking forward to the Obi Wan it, Kenobi yeah. series. Uh, Mandalorian season three, Bridgerton season two, Barry season three, which is like funny Dexter. Oh, so it's a guy who's a right, serial right, killer, right. but it's it, it's but hilarious. It, yeah. Um, uh, winning time or winning? I thought winning time. I think it's winning season or winning. I think maybe it's winning time. Okay. But it's um it's it's on HBO Max. It's about the like Showtime Lakers. Um, oh, and it's cool. a lot of really famous actors and actresses in it. Uh, Stranger Things we're finally getting after the pandemic. The Boys, which I mentioned earlier, season three. Westworld season four. Like it's just we're a just lot. we're so spoiled with the amount of of television that we are getting. So there's a lot to look forward to. Uh, there's a lot to look forward to here on this show. We're gonna come back and close out the show with one final segment. Do not go anywhere. 
The eMissile app from OCP is available now on Google Play and the Apple iTunes Store. What do they call it now? The App Store. That's what they call it now. Uh, it's USCCB approved. It's called the Breaking Bread 2002 eMissile app, and it is available now for $4.99. The app features instant access to music, the readings, the prayers of the priest. It's so easy. You just open up the app whenever you get to church, and boom, there's the readings. You can read them before Mass. You can read them during Mass. You can reflect on them again after Mass. It is right there for you, including my favorite part, the priest's prayers, because that's not something that you get everywhere uh, to follow along with, with what he's saying. Um, so you can visit uh, you know, Apple Store or Google Play to download the OCP eMissile Breaking Bread 2022 app. It goes all the way through the liturgical year that we just started last month. So do it. Download it now. Welcome back to Fort Tech Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is still Olivia Harris. So uh, oh, to close out the show, you ever, like, I've had this a lot recently where something really familiar looks really strange all of a sudden. Yes. And a lot of times it happens with like words or like something like I noticed, like we had to get two trees taken out at our house the other day, another thousand dollars just down the drain. Um, but like, I was like, once those two trees got cut down, like I'm so used to seeing them that it looks really weird. So I had to look around my house. I was like, how many trees do I have? <laughs> and it's not like here where there's a tree every, like I have two. And I wasn't sure how many I had. <laughs> Because we cut down one big tree about a little over a year ago. We had to cut down these two because they were dead. But the, the, the oh, one, you're losing all your trees. Yeah, because from the freeze, like last oh, year. Oh, yeah. So we had one that was going to fall on our house. We got that one done. Then we had two. They died. They were about to fall on our car. So we got those done. And then I was like, it looks weird. How many trees are left? And I could see in my front yard. Like, I'm not an idiot. Like, there's one big tree. And I'm like, ah, I probably won't hit the house. And then I was like, I looked, I looked at the back and I was like, I can't tell which of those trees are in my backyard. Oh, I have one tree in my backyard. You know the last time I went in my backyard? I've like never been two in years your backyard. Ago. <laughs> I don't either. I live there. I look in my backyard. <laughs> I've never even been um, in your backyard. So things just look funny. And I, I, you know, usually we see Jesus's name as either just Jesus or Jesus Christ. Okay. Right? Yeah. But a lot of times, I, I, I guess it might, my an inclination that it's like old English, but like a lot of I, I feel, I, I guess I think it's old English because I, I feel like it's a lot of times in like fancy, like fancy church prayers or fancy things or like a fancy kind of royal title is like Christ Jesus, right? Instead oh, of right. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Like G Jesus Christ sounds more familiar because it's like in the Bible and we hear people use God's name in vain like that all the time. Mm -hmm. Not many people like just walk around saying Christ Jesus, but <laughs> it's a term we've heard, yeah. right? So... I was looking at Christ Jesus and it just looked weird. It's like Christ, Christ Jesus. Like it, it felt backwards, which like, I mean, like for the most part it is, but it's like, it's still correct. Right, right. But I was like, it, it kept looking like a full name. Okay. Chris T. Jesus. <laughs> like Chris T. Period. Jesus. <laughs> so I tweeted this out. I'm like, am I like, am I crazy? So I said, you know, what if his name was Chris T. Jesus? <laughs> Good old Chris. What would the T stand for? Oh. What do you think? Tenenbaum. The first thing I thought Tenenbaum? 
Oh, Tannenbaum, exactly. oh, Tannenbaum, how lovely are your branches of Christianity that shouldn't have happened. There should be only one Catholicism with our leader, Christy Jesus. <laughs> our leader, Christy Jesus. Take me to your leader. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Christy Jesus. Is He's no leader. longer a king or a savior. He's a leader with a name like Christy. Right. So, What do you think it would stand for? Uh, Taylor, obviously. <laughs> oh, jeez. You were waiting for me to, to ask. It's the obvious answer that no one else said. I, I never would have said I that, this out ever. And, and, and like, it's so weird because this is how my brain works and I apologize. People are like, that's sacrilegious. I'm like, well, just how my brain works. Okay. But I like, li- like, this is what gets me thinking about faith things. Okay. And then I started thinking like, here's two words that are very familiar to us, Jesus and Christ. And like, what do they mean? So what does Jesus mean? What does the word Jesus mean? Oh, <laughs> To rescue, to deliver. Is that right? That's exactly what it says on my notes that you were staring at. So, <laughs> so Christ. Is that really true? Uh, yeah. So I did Je- not know that. Yeshua means to deliver, to rescue, like God, really? God, God sending Yeshua huh. to rescue. I did not know that. Which is interesting because like Joshua, we talked about last week, yeah. like he rescued the people from wandering into the Holy Land, Look right? At that. And then Jesus is the person who rescues us from see our sins, delivers that. us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see, but they did that. Interesting. <laughs> it's like they thought it through. And then Christ is Messiah, right? right? So, but I, I started, I, I tweeted this out and I got a lot of ones. So it was really funny seeing a lot of people respond because a lot of people responded because I asked, what would the T stand for? Right. And a lot of people in their heads started flipping it back to really? Jesus T Christ. They couldn't do the Christ T Jesus. Which, because or Chris we're, T Jesus. Right. Because we were, we, we were so Conditioned. used to the, to the other way. Yeah. So somebody, somebody said we got uh, from Andy, who you mentioned earlier. Um, um, he said, Chris the way Jesus. I like Ooh, that. I do. Somebody said the as in Jesus oh. the Christ, which is something we've heard, but you flipped it, my friend. So could you do Chris? Chris the, the Je- Jesus. That doesn't oh. make sense. Oh, okay. Because Jesus. Chris, you know, the Jesus. Like, because they, they would say, like, Jesus the Christ. Right. Like, Jesus is his name. Right. I see what you're saying. The, the, the Messiah, the Christ. He, that, Correct. That's a title. I that see. That wasn't his actual name. Right. <laughs> you know, right. Like, right. 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 It wasn't his actual last name. Right. Oh, of, it, of the, of the Cincinnati Christ? Mary Christ. Yeah. Mary of the Dakota Christ? It sounds Now it sounds like an Irish man taking the... Right. Mary Christ. <laughs> that wasn't Irish. Um, somebody else said the Tiberius, which was funny. It just sounds very like regal. Yes. I thought like Theodore, kingly. but yes, yes, yes. Uh, the- Theodore was the Theodore. next one. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Theodore, which which I thought was funny because uh, how, like what's the nickname for Theodore? Theo. What's the other one that's more popular? Ted. Teddy, yeah. Oh, Teddy. So like, so I'm Aww. thinking like Jesus, like the Teddy He's bear. He's a little snuggly. <laughs> was snuggly with He's Jesus. Just huggy. Um, somebody said trad. <laughs> Some, the, the trad's trying to take back their Jesus. Um, the king, which is two words. Chris the king Jesus. Chris the king Jesus. Which yeah, that is good. really doesn't work. Um, uh, Andrew Anthony said T-Rex, of course. <laughs> Which I like. Chris T-Rex Jesus. Chris T-Rex Jesus. <laughs> and then Andy shared a, a gif of Jesus riding a dinosaur. Is that? Which is very fun. I don't know if you guys can see this. Or no. did he find it? No, no. That's Most people don't make them. I don't know. Somebody just said T, which is, you didn't understand the assignment. <laughs> what does T stand for? Uh, T. T. <laughs> I, I, this one I had to look up. Adam Dupree made me look something up. Tecumseh. That's how you say it? 
I guess. Sure. Do you know who that is? Tecumseh? Because I didn't. Uh, Egyptian king. Um, close. Really? No. Nigerian king. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it, was a, it was a Native American leader, like in America. Really? Tecumseh. Yeah. Oh, that's like, cool. I always think like, you know, Tecumseh. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, you know, yeah. Her, her cousin or something. I'm just kidding. They're not cousins. Uh, one of my favorite ones, uh, Matt, uh, who has a uh, Capitacano, one of my favorite names, Enter, ever. Oh, that is, um, is that really his name? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, he, said, he said it stands, like T, stands for T like Mr. T. That's right. And it's a gif of Mr. T standing there like this, which I like a lot. It's Mr. Christ to Mr. you. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, okay. Somebody said Theo, which you already said. Trey, which why Trey. is Trey funny? Three. Three. Trinity. He's part of the Trinity, right? Nice. Which I'm like, technically, shouldn't it be Uno or Dos? Yeah. <laughs> he's one of the three he's or the, the second, second of the right? three, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's like, I am Dos, but don't worry. When, I moonlight as the trio. When, when, I, le- the when I leave, I will send you the tray. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thaddeus, sure. Yeah. Uh, Topher, which is funny. Chris yeah. Topher. Oh, like, that's, that's cute. We called yeah. my son Chris. You call him Topher? Uh, we did when he was a little. Now he's just now. To, now he's just, just Chris. Now he's Toph. <laughs> oh, is he? You big Toph. Oh, that's funny. Um, that one was dumb. Somebody else mixing up the the thing, the order. Yep, tarantula, yep. terrifying. Tarantula. Uh, this one took me a minute. Tian. T i a n. That one was T i a n. Yeah. Is that king in Japanese? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, maybe it is, but it's not the point. <laughs> I don't know. What is that? T-I-A-N. Chris. Tian. Jesus. Christian. Stop. That just blew my mind. That one wins. Christian. That one wins. That, who did that? Uh, that is James, James McGuffey. McGuffey. Taylor is buying you a pony and delivering it to your house. No. It's um, not true. That is my favorite. That's my favorite. Uh, Tanakh, which I had to look up. This is the last one. What's Tanakh? Tanakh. I had to Tanakh look it up. or Tanakh? Tanakh. An acronym. It's, this is crazy. An acronym de- derived from the names of the three divisions of the Hebrew Bible. Torah. And I, oh. I, I didn't copy the rest of them. Yes. And is yes. the first half of the case. Yes. Yes. I yes, wish yes. I had more information. Now I look dumb. That's how we're ending the show. No, you're looking dumb. <laughs> but it's an acronym that the Jewish people would have used for... The, what, you know, what we call yes. the Old Testament, the Hebrew Bible, um, which I thought was really interesting because like he is the word incarnate. Which, yeah. Like, yeah that, that one was a really good Literally one. Literally the so word th- made th- flesh. That one's the smartest. Tion is the most clever. I like so those that. Are my two I like favorites. the Tion. There's a little wink there to you. Oh, that was a good one. Winky, like winky. That. Winky, winky. All right. Well, um, that, that's our show for the day. <laughs> that's all I wanted to cover. Wanted to make sure we got through all the... Chris T. Jesus, but like it's it's all these weird random thoughts that always pop in. Well, it was a good it was a good question though. It was fun. We'll close with one last little weird thing that actually meant something to me. Like another thing that's like it was it was a thought that I just naturally had. I didn't nurture okay. this thought. It just popped into my head at the height of the mess, and I it's it sounded really dumb, and I thought I was being distracted, and then I thought about it for a, half a second, and I was like, oh, there's a spiritual point in here for me. You ready for this? Have you ever been to mass? Or during the consecration, they, you know, after, like, whenever he's about to hold it up at uh-huh. the end of the consecration, like, um, behold, the Lamb of God takes away the sins of the world, you know, blessed are we. You, uh, so, yeah, it's fine. Um, I only know it in Latin because I'm a trad. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. I barely know it in English. So, uh, sometimes they break the big host yeah. and then they kind of open it up to where it kind of looks like Pac Man. Yeah. Right? Yes. So, this was. 
Christmas mass. <laughs> and oh, we, were, we were at mass, and he was holding it like a like a very. I mean, he's a huge host, one of the biggest hosts I've ever seen. Ones, yeah. And and he had he had broken it, and then was holding it like Pac Man. And it's all I could think about. It was Pac Man? I was like, and then I just compared Jesus to Pac Man. Like, did I just ruin mass? And then I started thinking about it. Like, what uh, definition of grace? Quick, go. Uh, I always think like forgiveness. I always put those That's two together. Mercy. It's mercy. Oh, that is mercy. You're right. Grace. Gifts, like a gift. Like unmerited gift. gift. Yeah, An yeah, unmerited yeah, gift. A gift that you didn't deserve, right? right? right. Uh, okay, um, another definition is like God's life within us. Okay. Like that's what it means for us oh, as, right. as, as, as Christians, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, God's life within us. So then I was like, I literally, it was this quick. It was like, my thought process was Pac-Man. Man, I can't think, I can't believe I'm thinking about this during Christmas mass. I just ruined Christmas. <gasps> God's life within us. We eat God in the Eucharist. And then what does God do? He goes into my body, into my soul, and he starts chomping all the evil spirits out of me. He's Batman! He's Batman! God's life within me, eating away all the darkness and all the badness and all the little ghosts. Does he make the noise? <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> exactly. I love those noises. And then I sing. And you have to start all over again. You got to mass again the next week and go through all of this. Whole again. new thing. So oh, I love that. That's cute. If, if this show doesn't prove anything, it might just prove that you can have really strange thoughts about your faith and somehow connect them and actually grow in your faith. I'm Taylor Stroll. That is Olivia. And she may or may not want to associate with me after this show, but I will be back next week. See ya. Thank you guys so much for watching, listening to today's show. We hope that you guys enjoyed it. If you did, please do one of two things, if not both. Hit subscribe wherever you're listening or watching. Also, um, if you are on YouTube, leave us a comment. Those always help. You know, hit the little like button. Uh, leave us a comment on what you thought of the show. If you were listening on a podcast app, please leave us five stars and a little one, two sentence review saying that you like the show, including now on Spotify. If you were listening on Spotify, you can now leave reviews. That is new. Thank you guys so much for your support of the show. We'll be back soon.